everyone, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, your spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today, um, I wanted to take a time, take a time, take I some time, take a time, <laughs> as much time as I want uh, <laughs> to talk about a queer horror icon, Vincent Price. Oh my gosh, yay! I've been waiting for this episode. <laughs> Yes, uh, so Midge obviously knows I am a huge Vincent Price fan, yes. um, and he's just a a very cool dude. And I mean, we've talked about this in I think pretty much every episode that we've talked about, like horror specifically. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of people today who are going back and interpreting horror movies from a queer lens. Yes, and it's good to know that queer people have been part of horror from the beginning. So, yes, we have. We're here. We're queer and we love fear. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> um, are are you a Vincent Price fan? Have you watched Vincent I Price movies? I am. I am such a Vincent mm. Price dork. I uh yes, I'm I'm just thrilled that we're doing this. <laughs> yes. Excellent. He, he's like my first like spooky memory. Like Ooh. he's he's core spooky memory for me. I remember hearing his voice for the first time and being like, "What is what? this?" Oh, I know such <laughs> such an iconic voice. I love it. Yes. Uh, so I wanted to start right out the gate, um, just kind of talking about the question of Vincent Price's queerness. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't say with one hundred percent certainty um, any person who is not still with us and has not publicly commented themselves. Um, but throughout his entire career, there were a lot of reports and rumors um, that it was kind of an open secret in Hollywood that he had had relationships with men. And his daughter, Victoria, did actually say her her quote um, was, I am as close to certain as I can be that my dad had physically intimate relationships with men. I know for 100% fact that my dad was completely loving and supportive of LGBT people. Uh, Victoria was a lesbian and said that when she came out to her dad, um, he told her that he understood because he had had um, intimate relationships with men and that his wives were always jealous of that. Um, Pop -pop so, Vincent. <laughs> right. Um, obviously, you know, back in, you know, for those who don't know, um, spoiler alert, Vincent Price's acting career began in the 1930s. Um, so not something that a lot of people were talking about back then. And Lord knows, by visibility specifically, is still tough today. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I am I am happy to have uh, Vincent Price as a bi horror icon. A, a bi-con, yeah. Yes. Bi well, and that's, even, uh, you know, even if he, let's say for some reason, that they were like, no, he's not gay or queer at all. Like he's still a queer icon. Like he's yes, still like you know like cute. like in the way that Beyonce is not gay, but she's an icon to the queers. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> we claim Vincent regardless of his sexuality. <laughs> yes, very very true. <laughs> uh, so Vincent Price was born in 1911. Um, so he was born wow. to a very wealthy family who made their fortune from baking powder. <laughs> what? <laughs> My dad invented toaster strudel. Right. It was that's what it was very bad energy. This. Yeah. His his grandfather um created Dr. Price's baking powder, which was the first baking powder that was made with cream of tartar. 
I don't know what it was made with before. I mean, probably arsenic from yeah. what we know. <laughs> right. Um, Something poisonous but, for sure. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So they had this family fortune uh, from this great baking powder invention. <laughs> How could he walk away from the family business when it's I so know, lucrative? Right. Oh, man. Um, but he did go to college and studied English and art history, um, and he moved to London and was actually planning to get a master's in fine arts there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later about um, kind of the art side of Vincent Price. Um, but while he was in London, he was drawn to the stage, um, and he started his acting career on stage in London in 1935. Incredible. I feel like that's uh, the the tale of us all like at some point you get lured by the siren's call <laughs> of the theater <laughs> in the theater it is it is a siren indeed um and he was in his first film um in 1938 in a movie called service deluxe and his first horror film was actually in 1939 um he was in boris karloff's tower of london um so he really he got started with horror right from the beginning he has a distinct air about him that gives horror. Like he does, he does. It was I can't was imagine him doing anything else. Well, see, and that's what I think too, but um so he was in over 100 movies over the course of his career and only like a third of that were horror films. Interesting. So like he was in a lot of leading man roles um in his youth especially he was a very very handsome gentleman um he played a lot of like villainous like film noir characters now that makes sense to me yes um and it was really in the 1950s when he started to enter kind of like this classic horror period that we really know him um from uh he was in the original house of wax in 1953 um then immediately in the fly and return of the fly and then in probably my favorite Vincent Price movie, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In 1959. Uh, that was like, that was one of the first like kind of scary movies that I watched and like was really into. Like, I mean, it helps that like it's in black and white. So it's a little bit more chill. But yeah. I, I was very scared of like the skeleton part and stuff. No, definitely. Well, and he, you might be getting into this. Uh, my Vincent Price kind of um, I don't know how to what I'm trying to say but like <laughs> the reason I became really familiar mm -hmm. with him is because I'm such a Edgar Allan Poe junkie yes yes and that's he... in fact the next note yeah in my, in my bit yes. take it away Ernie <laughs> oh yeah just um, I think it was it said like starting in the 60s he was in a ton of Edgar Allan Poe adaptations and he mm -hmm. was a huge Poe fan he also you know recorded a selection of Poe poems and short stories and there is you know the famous photo of him with the stuffed raven at the Edgar Allan Poe museum yes yeah he did like the raven he did the mask of red death and it's really mm. that one's really really good um did like oh what's the the buried alive like um oh the cask of amontillado oh no but that's oh, also <laughs> but also yes uh, uh the pit and the pendulum no uh the oblong box the oblong oh, box yep. i love i love you see obviously you know we're gonna have to do a poe episode one day so we won't go into it here but i just oh, love yeah. that you can say the buried alive one and we're immediately <laughs> like oh, here's like three for a different option apparently that was a real fear that poe had <laughs> 
<laughs> Understandable. Um, and he was just, you know, a huge icon and he continued to act through, um, you know, the seventies, eighties, nineties. And he really, I think it's really cool that like he started getting a lot of these kind of like self-referential roles because he was such an icon. Yes. Um, obviously he did the monologue for thriller. So mm-hmm. cool. Which Excellent. I think is probably a lot of people our age, probably their first Mm-hmm. One, one of two things comes to mind for my first exposure to Vincent Price, and one of them is Thriller, and I bet you're about to talk about the other one. Well, there there, there are several in here. I would say that one of my, my very, I think my very first exposure to Vincent Price uh, was as the notorious Professor Radigan in The Great Mouse Detective. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I actually forgot about that, yes. but yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. He hosted the like mystery anthology series on PBS, which was like the mysteries version of Masterpiece Theater. He voiced a character on 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo called Vincent Van Gool. <laughs> um, and what I assume that you were thinking of, um, his last theatrical appearance was in Edward Scissorhands yeah. as the inventor. Little, was, little old man looking yes. so cute. <laughs> Um, one of my other favorite things about Vincent Price is that he clearly didn't take himself super seriously because he no. appeared in so many like doofy horror themed commercials. <laughs> and if you are not familiar with them for anyone listening, I highly recommend just like searching Vincent Price commercials on YouTube because there's a ton of them. And there's just so many of them where he just, you know, does his horror shtick and is just like, dirty tile is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen any of those. I'll oh have my to, gosh. I'm going to give yes. it a goog. <laughs> Definitely goog it. Um, and one interesting crossover um, from a previous episode that I actually didn't realize um, is Vincent Price recorded narration um, for Phantom Manor, which is the haunted mansion oh, in, in Disneyland Paris. Paris. And so he, he actually recorded it in 1990 and then it was only up for a little bit but th- before they replaced it with one that was in French. Hmm. But when they renovated Phantom Manor in 2018, they introduced a dual language track and they used Vincent Price's original recording alongside the French version. That's so... Yeah, I, I actually... Now that I forgot that I knew that, but then you said it... Um, one of I don't know I, I yeah no she does listen to the podcast one of our listeners um I'm gonna look up her thing real quick Steam and Kittens is oh, her yeah. uh yeah her Instagram tag she was just at Phantom Manor and was messaging me about it um and told me that that it was Vincent Price's voice and I was like that is so stinking cool yeah um, I think it's it's so cool that like it didn't end up getting used and then it came back like that. Well, and you would think like, it's interesting that it's in France. Like you would think because he was such an icon here, they would have, if they were going to do it, like they would have done it for the American (laughs) version. But no, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, it's very, very, very cool stuff. And um, just another, another Tim Burton um, shout out is uh, Tim Burton did make a short called Vincent, which is about a boy fantasizing about being Vincent Price. And Vincent Price did do the narration for that. Oh my god, I didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, that's one of his like very early kind of <gasps> like short film things. Instead of a, a puberty coming of age, it's that, you know, 
the thing we all go through where we fantasize about being Vincent Price. <laughs> right. The real the real dream. <laughs> the re- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And I I went through um a period where I was watching just like a lot of these very like schlocky 60s horror films that were on Amazon. Prime. I love that for you. <laughs> um so good and there were a wide variety and several of them did have Vincent Price in there and it's just any any role he's in, he is obviously having the best time and just going wholeheartedly into it, and I love it. He's definitely a person that I think like, my friends and I now talk a lot about, like like Doja Cat, like people that are outside the simulation who like <laughs> who like have just figured it out that like life is not all that freaking serious, and I feel like that was Vincent Price. Like he, like you said, he he knew that he was kind of this caricature of a person and he just went with it. And that's what made his staying power so long lasting because <laughs> he was just this ridiculous, almost, I mean, he was almost like an alien to me. Like there's no, <laughs> like there's no way this human person exists. He's right. too just weird too and wonderful. Cool. Just too yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And um, one of the things that was interesting uh, that I appreciated is it was kind of talking about how like, in I think this was in the 70s let me just double check my notes really quick yes in 77 um he apparently was kind of feeling like you know he was this iconic figure but like he really wanted to you know continue honing his acting chops um and he did a one-man stage play um in which he plays a fictional version of Oscar Wilde um (laughs) So and yeah, it was, <laughs> tell me you're not queer. <laughs> right. I know. Exactly. I was like, hmm, interesting. And it was like a huge, a huge smash hit, apparently. And like, it was one of the roles he was proudest of. And like a lot of the family like thought that it was like his best performance. Um, and he he toured that like all around the country. Wow. Which would have been, I mean... Not that I don't love, like, the theater that we have today, but, like, can you imagine, like, today, like, a cool movie star being, like, I'm going to tour my weird one-man show <laughs> all over, and yeah. people can just come and see it. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to see that. Yeah, that's the type of fame I aspire to have, where I can just throw money at ridiculous things that I want to do, and people will be like, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, So in addition uh, to his life as a horror icon, uh, Vincent Price was also a huge art collector. Um, As we mentioned before, he had, you know, been intending really to go into the arts um, and he was really, you know, passionate about social issues as well. Um, And that kind of led to the founding of the Vincent Price Art Museum um, at East LA College. He and his second wife, um, really felt like it was important for the students there to experience, you know, art and really get to be part of, you know, the art world. And they donated um, ultimately by the end 2000 pieces from their personal collection. Wow. Um, and this was the first like art collection, a teaching art collection owned by a community college. And today there are over 9,000 pieces there. So it's continued to, you know, grow in the past. So it's just 
very cool. He was very passionate about that. Um, he also was um, specifically very passionate about um, Native artists hmm. and actually served as commissioner of the Indian Arts and Crafts Board. Um, oh, interesting. Which like promotes economic development um, for Native artists. And it, there's like three different museums that it manages as well as like, you know, advocating for like public policy um, mm-hmm. work. And he actually sponsored uh, uh, the Vincent Price Creative Writing Awards at the Institute of American Indian Arts. Um, apparently, he visited there and like was really impressed by some of the writing students and just wanted to encourage that and created this uh, fellowship and award program there to give people, you know, some some funding for their creation. That is so cool. I did not know that about him. Yes. Um Many of us will know he is also a talented gourmet cook. Um, He did have a food show in the UK and has several cookbooks. (laughs) I always love seeing people share photos when they find like a Vincent Price cookbook. Um, They were obviously out of print for a long time, um, but his daughter got some of them reprinted in recent years. I want to now I just want to make a whole now my brain is spinning I'm like that could be a whole series on YouTube just making yes. prices making <laughs> recipes, recipes. Uh, oh. which is so cool and uh, just as uh, we kind of mentioned um, when I was talking about the art um, but he was a outspoken enemy of fascism promoting equality and it's interesting because um so he obviously came from a very wealthy protestant family mm-hmm. and um had you know i i believe most of this is from victoria price's biography um of him but like grew up you know with a lot of anti-semitism and anti-catholic sentiment and apparently even like when he was living in europe in the 1930s was kind of like swept up in like the you know german pride kind of thing that Mm -hmm. uh they were promising over there uh but by 1938 had like fully renounced all of that and he was actually gray listed um by mccarthyism for being um quote prematurely (laughs) anti-nazi because that was a a thing thing to be honestly though and yeah and like that that's not something that uh, that's not something that our podcast can go into, but I definitely recommend uh, kind of reading up on some history for sort of what um, the I mean, there was a huge amount of anti-Semitism and pro-Nazi sentiment in America um, during that time. So great to see that he was like, mm, actually, no, I'm really not into this. Um, he was on the board of PFLAG, um, which is, you know, the parents support organization for queer people. And also, apparently, um, Anita Bryant uh, made a comment about him playing Oscar Wilde or something like that. Um, and he just shut that shit down and was very uh, critical of her and her anti-gay um, promotions. So Incredible. An icon before his time. An icon before his time, for sure. Very cool and supportive of Vincent everybody. Price said human rights. Hell Yeah. <laughs> There's another shirt. <laughs> Vincent Price said human rights. Yes. But yeah, that is my kind of brief whirlwind history of Vincent Price. Um, he was just a, a really great dude um, and very talented, made obviously a huge impact on the world of horror film and everything like that, um, but was also very, you know, creative, artsy, just kind of a... A renaissance man, I would say. Yeah, definitely. 
Have you ever <laughs> have you ever seen the SNL sketches where Bill Hader plays Vincent Price? Oh, so I've seen. I think I have seen some of that. It's one of my. This I am a. Uh, that would not fit into the realm of this podcast, but I am a huge <laughs> SNL junkie. I yeah. can tell you the entire like verbal history of that show. Um, and that sketch is one of my favorite recurring characters. <laughs> I will, we'll definitely have to like share a little clip in our stories on Instagram or something when this episode drops. Cause he plays it so well. And he nails that like absurdism that Vincent had about him where he didn't, like he was in on the joke you know mm-hmm. like and it's just it's so freaking funny it's like him hosting you know like a, a party or like a um i think it's supposed to be like him hosting kind of like a tv special for something you know like halloween or whatever yeah um and oh my god they're so well done it has me rolling on the floor every time <laughs> I think my my other favorite um, Vincent Price appearance is um, I think it was on Sesame Street where he's there with Kermit and Kermit is a vampire and bites him. I don't know about this. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> uh, I love it. And when in it, he's he's talking to Kermit and he goes, "Oh well, I never met a monster I didn't like." And I was like, oh, "Same, same, same Vincent." <laughs> That's cute as heck. I know. We'll have to make like a, uh, if I ever have children, I'm going to make like a, a Vincent anthology of all the important yes. <laughs> Vincent <laughs> references. So they, they are up to the, the date on him. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, well, for all of our ghouls out there, we would love to know what your favorite Vincent Price movie or appearance is. It can be a wacky commercial if you would like. I respect that. Yeah, respect that, that that's what I'll be doing with my afternoon after this is looking up Vincent Price commercials and <laughs> him with Kermit the Frog. Yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us for Ghoul's Night in today. Um, if you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would leave a review. Um, I think that we have a new review to share today. We sure do. Let me just grab that. So today we have a review from Todd the Sith. Ooh. And this review is titled Delightfully Dark. Five stars. My son and I love tuning in to Penny and Midge each week on our drive to school. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, it is both informative and funny. We often pause to discuss the topics further. I love that. Uh, keep up the great work. P.S. We believe in ghosts. <laughs> Suck it, Penny. Uh, I have talked about arsenic-laden clothes and candy several times this week. Goodbye. <laughs> Excellent. Uh I I love it and I hope um if you if you're listening now have a good day at school. Yes, thank you so much for both <laughs> listening to us and I'm glad that our our uh wiles here can spur further discussion for y'all. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> um if you would like to follow along with the podcast, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod. We will be posting some handsome Vincent Price photos over mm. there. This some week, Vincent so you, thirst traps. Vincent thirst traps. You don't want to miss that. Um, and if you are looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And until next time. 
Goodbye. Goodbye.